everybody, this is Richard from the Metal Cell Podcast. First of all, I want to give a shout out to our main sponsors, Rising Suns, the award-winning brewery in Cork. Uh, definitely call in, lads, if you're around the Cork area for some handsome points. Actually, did you go ahead and with some beer company in Bristol or something to celebrate your single launch, or was it just made up? No, no, it's, it, it was real, yeah. Uh, so I work for a brewery over here. Uh, so ah, we class. did. Uh, we did a collaboration beer with them called Mouthtrap. Um, so we kind of, what did we do? We gave it to like a bunch of like local bars, just um, took a few cases with us to Arctangent, gave a load away for free. And uh, awesome. just did, did that really. It was a bit Tried of fun. some of them. Yeah. Love it. Love it. <laughs> yeah. you're, li- you're living the, the hipster life there, Josh. You know, you went from Galway to Bristol to rock and fucking brewery and release your own beer. Yeah, I mean, I was like, if you're working for a brewery, you might as well make the most of it, you know? Fucking right. No better awesome. boys, lads. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, let me introduce my guests. I've got Josh and Connor from Host Body. How are we, lads? Very well. Thank, thank you, Richie. Thanks for having us. Welcome to the show. Are the yeah. two of you from Galway, lads? Are you? Neither no. us from Galway. No. <laughs> None of you are from Galway. Uh, ah. No, I mean halfway there. Yeah, we both lived in Galway for, for a long time. Like uh my oh. old band was based in, in Galway. But uh I'm from Clare. Right. And Connor's from Mayo. Okay. Ah. Neighbours, Galway neighbours. And you both washed up in Bristol. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, both washed up in Galway and then both washed up in Bristol. Yeah. Obviously, we'll talk about that. But first of all, I want to congratulate you on your debut single. And the band, as I said, is called Host Body. So there's Josh on guitars, vocals, Connor's on drums, Sam's on bass, Steve is on vocals and synths, and Paddy is on guitars. Is that the lineup? That's the boys. That's it. That's the lads. Yeah. Brilliant song, lads. Mout, I must say, uh, thanks, Howard, for uh, giving me the nod. To check Not it out. It's a great tune. There. I heard it. Yeah. Uh, watched the video and I was fuck. This is uh, this is quite cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let's get chatting to the lads and myself and Josh of history going a long time back too. So it was great to see you again, Josh. Looking well and looking healthy. Thank you, Looking man. forward you, to uh, catching you in person too. and give you a big bear hug. <laughs> <laughs> Listen Likewise, to that track. It sounds like you could do with it. You know. Very <laughs> sweet. <laughs> Yeah, we just got more and more miserable as the years have gone on. <laughs> here now, so uh, the music's gone in turn with that. <laughs> so, how did Host Body form, lads? Well, uh, not that much to do, like, yeah, not not much to do. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, no, um, I guess I'd been here for a couple of years and uh, was kind of had been playing bits and pieces of music with people, um, and then Connor moved over. And we started jamming, just the two of us, um, just kind of getting in a room and not not really with any specific intention at the very start. Um, and then as we kind of progressed, we were just like, right, let's write some stupid music uh, that's like heavy and complicated and just, you know, challenging for, for yeah. us as much as anybody yeah. else, really, mm-hmm. um, just to have a bit of fun. Um, and yeah, that was kind of how, how it all started. And we started kind of putting some songs together and working on demos and bringing them in. And then we realized that we needed other band members and such. So we um, kind of gradually started drafting in uh, people uh, from Bristol or around Bristol um, who we kind of thought would be suitable for the project. 
Okay. Um, and so we eventually kind of landed on the lineup that we have now, and and we're really happy with the with the lineup. To be fair. So the plan was always to get a band together to play live, more so than it being a studio project. Uh, it's hard to say. Like it kind of there was moments where it looked like it, it was might organic. Up a thing, Connor, then, it was organic. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was organic. We, uh, yeah, it just came together in the end. So yeah, I I don't think we had like any particular intention of like whether it would be a studio project or a live project. Like we both both obviously. We're playing live and playing this playing together in a room was a big part of writing the material as much as playing at home as well and writing stuff separately was they're both kind of tied into each other so i think uh well for me anyway like playing live is is a massive thing that i love to do and i don't really ever want to not have an outlet to do that you know so yeah i'm definitely less live motivated than josh <laughs> <laughs> You must have found it tough, Josh, in the in the recent times, not playing those gigs. I mean, how was it in Bristol? I mean, no, I know over here there was a few kind of like streaming gigs and so on, but the, that live thing didn't really come back till I think it was February twenty two or something. Um, how yeah, was it no, in Bristol? I think I think it probably came back a little bit earlier here. Um, I can't remember exactly when, but I remember going to see um, Bob Villain, uh, which was like the first gig I'd gone to after the pandemic, and it was just like what a disappointment. <laughs> no, it, was, it was actually a really good gig it was in uh it was in exchange in bristol and you know no one had been to a show in like over a year or, or however long it was and we were all kind of going in with our masks on to start and then you know we get in there and everyone's everyone just starts moshing and having the crack and like you know moshing we were, we were all like oh, we'll just bob villain i bob was villain. fucking thinking what the <laughs> <rest of> <laughs> um i so heard bob, bob dylan like, for some reason Fuck's sake. No, I mean, I think that's probably the point of the that's, name, right? That's the Bristol accent, Richie. <laughs> yeah, but, get uh, the dig in there, Howard. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess the music is some kind of like hybrid of like hip hop and, and hardcore punk with okay. some like metal metal elements in there as well. Um, And they were great. But I, I just remember thinking like at the, you know, we, we went into the gig and I was like, oh, we'll just hang out at the back and not get too involved. You know, everyone's still a bit fucking freaked out <laughs> by the pandemic and like by, uh, by the end of the show, like there was a stage invasion. I was on the stage screaming, fucking roaring, <laughs> like the whole place is just mental, you know. So uh it was it was that was a great release, you know, to get yeah. back into live music. And and Bristol is famous for live music. Yeah. Our massive attack from Bristol. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, class band. Yeah. Imagine you, Howard, playing live and then suddenly stopping, not having a band as such like the position Josh was in there and trying to fucking mm -hmm. script together yeah. um, thoughts, ideas <clears throat> in a city, probably that you weren't really used to at that stage. Josh, when did you move over? Um, So six months before the pandemic, just wow, enough yeah. time to, uh... oh man, Jesus, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, even yeah. worse again. But, uh, but you, you've absolutely like hit the nail on the head there, to be honest. Like it was, it was, pretty to to try and even just meet people who were you know because normally your whole networking of like meeting musicians right is like going to gigs going to bars meeting people finding common interest luckily when connor arrived it all, all seemed to start happening and uh and it was great so yeah at the time like sam how did you see things in ireland did you see it as being something that was coming to some sort of stalemate or was it thriving or was it just that you were sick of it and needed a new <laughs> challenge in it all 
Um, I don't know, man. I don't want to. I don't want to. Uh, Go on, Terrace Dome. <laughs> I don't want to say negative <laughs> things about Ireland. You know, I had. A, I I love living in Ireland, and I I really miss them. Um, and there was less going on, and I was like running shows in Galway for for a long time. Least, yeah. Yeah, and and that was like partially to like be able to give a platform to artists to be able to come to Galway and 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 play gigs, but also for for me to be able to get to watch those artists, you know. Um, so coming here, I thought about starting doing promotions here, and I was just like, "What well, does it yeah exactly like it's yeah i mean i never made a penny off of it it was all always just for for having good bands around you know uh but there's there's loads of people here doing a great job at it so um mm. i just get to go to the gigs and drink pints it's great yeah <laughs> any spare room going though no? <laughs> <laughs> i live in a one-bed flat man well you're welcome to the couch Okay, I'm going to play a shortened version of the current single, which is Mouth. And I would recommend anybody out there even to check out the video, because we, we will talk about the video after I play the, this section of the song. So this is Mouth. Here we go. class and you know what there's so many great bands mixed into that but i i just 
think because I'm such a fucker for Fugazi <laughs> and I just love <laughs> hearing Fugazi, whether or not you're even aware of it. But I can hear Fugazi and the, the cool bass and the rhythm section going on there and just the, the contours. Oh, it's just class like, you know, that's yeah. that's the first time I've got that one. That's, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I can hear what you're saying now that you've said it, but that's yeah. the first time I've heard that reference. I was going to ask you, like, what do you guys hear? Because like everybody hears different stuff. And like, like Connor said, I've never heard for Gazi either, but I, that's incredibly entertaining to me to hear that. There's just so much, <laughs> man. It's, it, there's a lot to take in. For me, there's it a bit is, of Neurosis, yeah. so it's a zero vibe off it. Um, Zou maybe a little bit. Uh, fucking all the obvious ones, Botch and so on. Uh, the Armed. Um, there is post elements in it too. There's post metal elements in there that's really fucking cool. But there's a lot mm. of layers to this. What yes. strikes me about it most is it's so yeah. fucking abrasive. It's so <laughs> dark and fucking harsh and kind of industrial sounding, you know? That was the vibe, I think. It wasn't surprising I looked to see who mixed it and it was yourself, Josh, because um, I remember asking you to mix a 5 a record back in the day. Um, I can hear you all <laughs> over this thing. You know, I really can, you oh, know. If, if, if not too big a leap in my brain to go, yeah, that's Josh Malinkus. But it's interesting to me how more abrasive this is than Alenkis. Alenkis had a lot of fun riffs, a lot of little kind of fiddly bits, a lot of introspective emotional moments, whereas this is just a big fucking punch in the face. So do you think you've gotten angrier as you got older, or is it just uh, just the way things have gone? I try to kill uh, all the fun, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm the fun police in this band. You're the fun. Yeah. Well, there, there, I, there's definitely an element of that, like, uh, uh, like this is a collaboration, you know, between us, and, and Connor has probably got a more uh leans more into that side of things although saying that like you know in terms of elenkis it was very much a five-way writing process mm -hmm. so you know i was one part of that and to be fair i probably wasn't coming up with the, the fiddly little uh introspective <laughs> riffs all that much you know i was probably the one who was going we put some more screaming on that and how about we just put a distortion on all the drums and you know like and that kind of stuff you know but it, it was a it was a five-way dem democracy so what yeah. ended up happening with Elenkis was it was a very diverse sound i think um yeah uh which which was really fun to work on very frustrating at times but uh but it was also very fun to work on whereas this i think is like a little bit more for me anyway it's a bit more focused in um vision wise um mm, and yeah. yeah like like i was saying earlier we, we always planned to make it challenging and to make it um you know like not difficult to listen to but like abrasive and, and harsh and and that was always kind of part of part of the 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 brief to you know make it um yeah just yeah just not not necessarily a pleasant experience in the traditional sense of of what you think of being pleasant yeah. I think it's a lesson so. to bands who are starting out, you know. Uh, if you are starting out as a band, I think this is a great place to have a look at what you've done in, in the last while, just the way that you came out running straight away, sprinting from the blocks. It's a video, great track, the the imagery, the couple of gigs along with it. It's all really strikingly professional. It's really cool, you know. Yes. And I can see the difference between Elenkis and uh, Host Body in the sense of that focus, that singular kind, not a singular focus, but more of a, a genre, I guess, you know. Mm. I mean, we have only put out one single, so uh, yes. <laughs> you know, like we've, we, been, we've been jamming for like two years now. Different so. spinning this again, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it, 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 I would say, like in a live sense, like if you saw a live set, 
this is one aspect of of what we're doing like that i think there is a continuity and through line of that kind of abrasiveness and like we use a lot of like electronic noise and and mm. samples and things like that between tracks um to really kind of just keep the tension up um in during the set uh but there are slower bits and and more like stripped back stuff it's not all you know 714 riffs played really fast you know like there's yeah <laughs> i think um yeah yeah i mean like de definitely we're, we're trying to like trying to challenge ourselves all the all the way through the songs but that's mm -hmm. not always just playing fast mm -hmm. you know so i think some of, some of the stuff you will I, I think particularly you howard would probably like some of the other stuff we do i'm looking forward to it, it is like, I got like more leaning into like the the post metal stuff mm -hmm. you know just big fat chunky riffs, you know, yeah. are in there as well. There's, like, a, so. there's a few fat riffs in there as well. Fat boys. <laughs> and the, the video then, lads, um, we'll just talk about the lyrics. The mouth is a truly remarkable thing, capable of ending worlds, good love or fate healer, designed to break the fabric of minds. Um, who's the writing the lyrics on this one? That's uh, that's Steve. That's not much to do with me though me or Josh really. That's uh I uh yeah, I, I don't know. Josh, you might have a better uh a better read on what he's going for. Um well I, I know that the in terms of the lyrics for mouth, you know, it's about the the mouth being, you know, capable of, you know, doing so many things from destruction to creation. Yeah. Um mm -hmm. and, and the scope of all and all, of all of that and just how um this is my read on it as well i i don't don't take this as verbatim but uh you know just how how powerful that the tool of a, of a mouth can be um and I, it, it's kind of funny the way we we wrote this song in in the sense that uh in in the sense of the lyrics because like me and connor work on demos and give things like working titles uh, often just like one word working title or whatever and steve uh, took our working title was mouth and Steve just took that as like the concept for the song um, okay. and built a concept around that um, which was which was really interesting for us because you know I think at, at, like early points when we were writing this we were thinking like oh you know it would have a completely different name it would be a completely different thing whatever but then when when the lyrics all came together it was like well it's obviously going to be called mouth. Just that's, fits, yeah. that's what it is it's and the that, reverse of how bands typically do it I reckon like the yeah. The mouth, like the title, sort of fed the lyrics rather than the other way around. Yeah. Mm. Okay. That's interesting. I mean, I guess, I guess maybe there's something in the subconsciously, you know, when you're writing riffs and just writing a demo, that maybe you do pick up on um, something in the sound mm. that informs you to to very quickly write uh, a working title. So in that sense, I quite like that. You know, that that it ended up that way. And then if we if you want to just like have a little bit of info about the the video, we just were like, fuck it, let's just let's just roll with this concept. Let's just go mouth, 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 and uh, go with a very uh, trying trying to get a very strong uh, uh, kind of vision for that, and just do a, a video of a mouth as well. Uh, yeah. So there, let there be no. Uh... <laughs> really striking. Um, when you look yeah. at it first, there's a, a sort of a sense of. A little bit uncomfortable, but then you know it is it 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 just swings through different uh you know he's right lyrics, he's probably going through the same kind of concept in his head. But uh it is a really striking video and it just develops really nicely. Mm. 
10 out of 10 you know thank you man yeah i mean we were also trying to work um you know with within a a, a modest budget mm. uh so we want we wanted to do something that looked very um kind of you know glossy so I, agree. Uh, I have to ask you yeah, is, is, is the when, when ladies is she chewing up is that what it is uh, yeah, at one point, yeah, she is yeah. chewing cigarettes. <laughs> I, 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 honestly, like, I, I was there when we were, were filming the whole thing, and uh, I did feel bad for her at times when <laughs> we were we were kind of asking her. So now, can you um, can you just roll out black file, and now can you chew up cigarettes, and <laughs> and and can you actually learn all the lyrics to the song, and can you uh, lip sync them up, even though like some of the timing signatures are really weird and. Yeah. You know, and all of this, and she just took it all in her stride. And I, I think she's like twenty. Like the the Durham video met her at London Fashion Week, and she just like she's a model, and she just agreed to do it. Um, wow. And yeah, she was so good. So uh, we were we were very lucky to I have hope her. You and, and to be honest, the whole afterwards. crew that we I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what's her name? I don't I don't want to uh, mispronounce but... her name. So let's give her a shout out. You know. Oh God, I don't know if I can pronounce it correctly either. Uh, we just say Parada. 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 Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. it's a great I job. Think, I think, I mean, it's a hell of a performance. It's uh, it's really intense, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I was like super enthused with by the whole experience. Honestly, of making the video because like, we had a really professional team. We really did like a, a great job. Mm. Um, and yeah, her performance was, was amazing. I, th I mean, <laughs> it's like funny on the day, you know, cause you, you, when you're coming up with a video, you've got all these ideas and, and it's so abstract yeah. that you're like, oh, you know, we'll, we'll do this and we'll do that. And then, and then when you've got a person sitting in front of you and you're saying, you're asking them to do these things, <laughs> you're like, oh God, I don't know. Like, there was it's a couple of, of <laughs> no, there was like a couple of things in the video, which I'm not going to, or in the concept of the video, which I'm not going to go into, but when we were shooting on the day. I just cut them because I was just like not doing that, you know. We're just not yeah. doing that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Let's talk about the production. Was Rory your brother involved? I think he was in this song anyway. Yeah, yeah. I'll let Connor talk about that. Well, yeah. What was his thoughts on hearing it for the first time? I mean, I can't really speak on the his first time hearing it. Josh probably knows more about that. But me and Josh or me and Rory recorded at uh, Rory's gaffing or actually parents' place. Clear. Yeah, yeah. Rory's got um like a studio down there. He's doing a, uh, a bunch of session work for uh for bands and stuff. So it seemed like a no brainer to to work mm -hmm. with him on this. Um. So back for well, I actually had a, just a disaster with having to fly back and over because I got called for a job interview and stuff. It was a nightmare. But uh, <laughs> we eventually got settled and we did like just one full day at Rory's place. Um, I was great. It was so nice to like drums with the drummer yeah. uh he'd like like anytime i had like an idea for a stupid drum fit or something yeah. that i hadn't actually tested with the band i was just like oh, i think this would be cool or i was like do it man fuck them <laughs> they'll uh, they'll get over it if it sounds good and uh so there's like there's loads of that stuff where we'd like we'd go over sex lunch times just to make sure like we could get it as uh as ridiculous as possible um but it's great i think they ended up like the the room sounds great. Rory knows what he's doing. I had like about as good a day as you could have recorded jumps, apart from the fact that I was absolutely not good after playing that song for six or seven hours. But wow. um, it was great. Damn. Josh, when you gave Rory, we'll say, the completed song, what was his opinion on it? Was he impressed or? Yeah, uh, yeah I, 
hope so. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he's my he's my brother, uh, obviously. So like, he's probably like my harshest critic. Yeah, there uh, you go. That's what I'm asking. <laughs> uh, so, well, yeah. yeah, I mean, he re he really liked it, and he was very complimentary about it and everything. But I remember like when we were just before I sent it off for mastering, I was actually with Rory here, and I was going through some. I was just like finishing off the mix at the very end of the production, you know, and, and I was about to send it off. And and I was just like to Rory, I was like, oh, you just have a little listen to this. And then he was like, he listened to it. And oh, uh, so you've got a bit of uh, a bit of flam going on there and a bit of this and a bit of that. And I was like, I'm, I was like, I'm sending this in like 10 minutes, man. He was like, <laughs> well, no, I don't I don't think you should, you know. And, <laughs> so he's like a real. I'm, I'm basically we went back through it and we fixed it but it, it, you know Rory is a, a great person for me to work with and work with over years because he because he will be really critical mm, you know yeah um and and I think that's like that was kind of like Elenkos was very much um in that vein of, of you know we were very reluctant to kind of settle for things that were not uh, you know up to a, yeah. a, a kind of a high standard as as we were hoping for mm. um and maybe part of that is to do with kind of sibling rivalry or something, you know, where you're where you're kind of not letting them get away with with anything. So I'm <laughs> you really need that because it, we're having the same problem at the moment with Pertland. There's always this uh, feeling of urgency to rush something out. You know, mm -hmm. you hear things like that, a little flam in the left fucking ear three minutes into song four or whatever it is. And you're going back and is it worth fixing? But uh, I think the answer is always yes. It's always yeah, worth yeah, exactly. Yeah. You need that Rory in your band to turn around and say, no, this isn't going out in 10 minutes. We're going to spend the week here now getting this right. And then we'll send it out, you know? Well, yeah, we, exactly, we had to yeah. push the, the track back a week as well, just because of uh, like a, a deadline. And then just as it was coming up to the deadline, we had to send it off for mastering. Me and Josh had a listen and we're just like, this is not ready yet. We just need to push everything back. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, say, yeah. saying that Rory's critical, Connor is also very uh, critical. It's just a drummer thing. That's a drummer thing. thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all the same. But yeah, I, I, I'm more like, oh, so it sounds great, right? Let's just do it. Let's get it. Let's get it out. You know. So that's I really that's rely. That's a guitarist thing, then, um, isn't it? You just maybe. Like... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, all I can hear is feedback. Yeah, my great. guitar sounds great. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like uh, in terms of production and and creating, I really rely on you know being uh, being around people like that to mm. to help make as as good as it can be, really, um, as yeah. much as it can be challenging uh, at times, you know. Uh, but yeah, definitely did... having Rory on as not, not just as as an engineer, but he did help in terms of helping kind of steer some of the the production mm. ideas and stuff like that. And I would highly recommend anyone listening to uh, go and check him out and uh, yeah. check out his studio. What's and, his what's uh, his studio called, uh, Josh? He's just uh, under his own at the moment. It's just like Rory Guy drumming yeah. or something like that. But uh, if you just Google his name, you'll you'll find him. But uh, he is he's like. A, obviously banging this drum now he was on the podcast with rope maker and he did a yeah. fantastic oh, job really? I missed that one. Yeah. on that um <laughs> album as well great album yeah he's been working with sam on apogee and tide and that's right working, yeah uh, with yeah Dave we were chatting to sam uh, not so long ago as well actually yeah 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 i mean uh, i i know when I, I was kind of coming on i was like oh i'm the on the third uh, yeah, we'll work to, through the side there. projects <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Let's talk about actually side projects. Um, I know both of you were involved in two separate. Well, obviously for Connor, it was a band, and uh, for you, Josh, you did um an ambient kind of soundscape album. Now fading, it was called. So you did seven That's tracks true. on it. Jesus, yeah, you've done your research, Richie. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, that was just, that <laughs> yeah, was I was just going to say it's like Nardwar. <laughs> uh, that is a little known project that not many people have listened to. But um, uh, yeah, it was it was pretty much a project that I started in Galway and then finished during lockdown. It actually kind of st- like started as this weird um I don't, don't if you listen to the, the songs on Bandcamp, you don't really get it. But there's three of those. Oh no, two of two of the songs that are on that record that are actually like um synced up to YouTube videos. So I basically like took old footage from a YouTube video and I took the audio and manipulated it and put a song in the background and then I put that audio to back to the video and then manipulated the video um played and then kind of made like it was supposed to be kind of like an audio and visual project oh, um, okay. and i did that with a, a, a bill hicks clip and Knife i fight. did it with yeah that's right yeah Knife <laughs> fight, wow. um and a and also a track um which contains a, a a sample from an old episode of Taggart, if you remember. Assume there's been a number. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but there, there, I did a note. There's another one online with like um, uh, David Ike uh, on it. it. I don't know. If David Ike is like a mad person. Oh, the the lizard guy. The lizard yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but before before David Ike became a mad lizard person, he was he was a football. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then he was he used to present the football on the BBC. And I found an old interview of him. Uh, or not interview, an old like bit of news footage where he's just basically like reading the football. Post football like, pre lizard. Yeah. Like, <laughs> West Ham United one. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Dagenham and Redbridge nil. Uh, but kind of there's four tracks that stand out for me on that, Josh. Uh, Knife Fight, as you mentioned with Bill Hicks, that's excellent. And Assume, that's the one with Taggart. And there's two ones there Run Alone, okay? So that's the Shanos mm. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> I have a problem with it. Oh, you do? Oh, fucking so great. Nobody has called me up on this shit yet. Like, please, Richie, hit with some abuse. I love uh, it, by the way. Th- th- there'd be no abuse. <laughs> it's just, I would love to hear that without the drums. I thought the drums were too much on it. Oh, so really? Okay. Right. If you can at all, if you have it handy at some stage, send it on to me without the drums if it's not too much trouble. Because I think, <laughs> like, you've created a beautiful soundscape along with the Shano singing. Like, it's fabulous. But I thought the drums were just like a distraction on it. Because yeah, you, you even mean, said that they hope I didn't destroy it, the reworking of it, like, and I was there. Well, you didn't that, destroy that's it. That's what I love about it is that you can always, it features on that edge of falling apart. I think the drums in it are, are necessary in many ways because that Shannos and the Keening and so on, Alder Plagues have done it, uh, Lankham have done it. There's, you're yeah. seeing it in popular culture every now and again. Mm. And it's really done in a one dimensional way all the time. It's mm. a beautiful thing in its own right. But uh, I thought it's just that. Um, kind of chaos is, is really needed in something like that. And I really, really actually enjoyed that one. Um, yeah, you. so 
I, I can see where you're coming from, Richie, but from the way my brain works, I, I really, yeah, it's really different. Enjoy it. It's different opinions, isn't it? Yeah. But like the last track yeah. anyway, on it, <laughs> miserable, Josh, is I think that bridges Olympus and host body perfectly yeah, really, together. Okay. You ah, could see where you're going with interesting. it. Like. Yeah, there's elements there for sure. Uh, well, I have a four-track cyber grind uh, EP <laughs> that I wrote between between doing that and host body, which is um, which is just like insanely fast <laughs> drums and synthesizers and samples and just the most abrasive fucking shit I could possibly do. It's a lot, and uh, yeah, it's 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 an awful lot, and uh, that was actually what I worked on after that during lockdown. Um, and I never, for some reason, I never released it. I'm not sure. Uh, but yeah, yeah that was almost bridged the host body. So it's interesting. It's, it's really interesting to hear you say that because yeah, there, there's a whole another four tracks. I think it's like a 10 piece, but it's been four tracks uh, wow. that, that was in the vein of that end of um, the end yeah. of that miserable track. Cool. And Connor, I just want to go over your band as well. Boko Tono, is that how we pronounce it? Sure, yeah, I, I guess so. It's yeah. a made-up bullshit word anyway, but <laughs> it's open to interpretation. That's how we pronounce it. So talk to me about that band. You were kind of post-metal, really, weren't you? Was it, or were you just exploring kind of different sounds, trying to find your feet? It was, uh, it was probably... Uh, like math rock was where it kind of started. Like our guitarist Rory, who's a genius, uh, he's mad and used well, it used to def be definitely, but mad into like math rock and like and so I watch you from afar and those kind of bands. I can hear that, and so I watch you from afar. Yeah, that's down there. Yeah, as an influence yeah. right away. Yeah, that was definitely like the earlier songs for stuff that Rory kind of wrote on his own, and then we kind of filled in the gaps. And then the EP that we released was. The, as we started to kind of write things together and it got a little bit more maybe probably and a little bit more weird which is probably me coming into it and yeah it's just it was probably inspired a lot that band by the kind of music that Feast were also putting on Galway around that time there was loads of like math rock in mm. Ireland around that stage and it's like when those are the bands that you're able to go see like you know every couple of weeks that kind of informs the music that you like to make, or at least it did for me. Were hmm. um, you involved in Feast, Connor? I would float in and out, I would say. Sometimes okay. help out on the door, move stuff around. Hmm. I wouldn't like to like claim responsibility for, in a good way <laughs> or a bad way, for anything that happened with Feast. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, uh, we're, I mean, we're still going. Bocaton is still doing stuff. Um, Obviously, with it being like fully remote now, like I'm over here full time, um, it's much slower. Yeah. But uh, some of the stuff that the, like Rory and Owen are working on stuff that's like really cool. They try to get together like once or twice a month if they can. And if we ever get around to releasing it, I, I'm i super happy with where it is so far. OK, cool. And I like the fact cool. as well that uh, you used Aidan Cunningham and James Sheridan like the lads in Alinka. So there's a nice yeah. link there between both bands. Yeah, I think that was like Aiden, I mean, he was kind of recording a lot of like heavy music in Ireland around that time. And it was added an air of like credibility to your band when you're just, oh, record with Aiden. You know, it'll sound good. You know, people like, 
oh he recorded it that's going to sound good like um so yeah and then we kind of like we went we went away from that after afterwards and just did everything ourselves because then you can spend a week recording four songs and uh just for make noises instead of being worried about spending much money in the studio yeah and james Sheridan. Um, shout out to james always give james a shout, shout out. out to james mm. he's always done cool out everything i've seen i've got maybe that thing behind me on the wall is a james sheridan piece mm. yeah um james <clears throat> boy i haven't seen him in ages but yeah it makes really cool guy the best man remember they got when the Lenkus when you first um started using this stuff and the posters and the merch and the the album yeah it was fucking great i had no idea who james sheridan was until Josh was telling me he you know you're i think you were, we were up playing with you in galway and um you were telling a poster and you're like yeah he fucking drew that shit like because yeah. <laughs> it was a, an age i guess where everybody was photoshopping and using digital imagery and whatnot but uh yeah he's fucking he's got a really chaotic style it's really cool yeah james is amazing i mean he's still he's still a good friend i think uh yeah i felt a little bit uh, uh bad that we didn't work with him at the start of post body you know it was kind of a little yeah. bit of a, a strange thing i've owned, i've worked with james for you know over a decade uh so but mm. it, you know we, we this is like, so it was kind of like a nice opportunity to to work with some new people yeah although saying that happened in with him a little bit about maybe doing something together. <laughs> <soon>. <laughs> I think it's good to like set the distinction at the beginning of the band that this isn't going to be like I think I think the same as the old bands. Yeah. yeah, I think us we're such a, such a force here for four to five years, and it's it's important to break away from that in some sense. Um, I wish people could have could have seen Alenkis in their pomp. A lot of it's, it seems to have passed a generation at this point. Yeah, and uh, watching the reactions to God Alone, for example, who are a fucking amazing band and worthy that's coming towards them, but it was the same thing. I remember seeing God Alone and going like, I remember seeing Elenkis do this. This is you know in the same pocket, and uh, as you were saying, there was a lot of math rock around the time, but it's still been informed in the bands that are coming out. Hmm. Um, there's a very very distinct parallel between God Alone and Elenkis. I feel in, in terms of the sound and the approach and so on. It's- it's, and I it's think a that we should be grateful. We should be grateful for Elenka's giving us that because it's really fucking cool to see. Well, thank you very much, man. But I, I think, like in the same breath, you can say that Elenka's was was influenced by all the bands that were around us at, mm. at that time as well. You know, like I will die. I, I and I, I was thinking about w- one particular gig. It was like I think it was them martyrs. What a fucking band! Murdoch and Elenka's, like all all on the on the same bill. And I was. I was like, that was a fucking, were fucking incredible oh, nice. lineup. You, you just know, couldn't uh, relax, like you know. know was yeah. Such fucking good form, and like it was one. It was one of the only times that there'd be an argument over who plays first, because everyone wants to play first. Yeah, know? yeah. So you, could, you get pissed and watch the rest <laughs> of the band. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, like I, I would say, you know, there's there's a lineage there that is like, uh, you, you know, it's very kind of you to talk about language, but it, you know, it comes down from. Uh, from other bands as well. Oh, Gacy's Threads were on that goddamn Gacy's lineup Threads, as well. Steve Curry, you man, know, like, fuck. Yeah, exactly. And and Curry was had a, a label up in Belfast who signed Elenkis after our first or for our first record. And um, you know, like all those all those people in the whole scene really like develops over time. And and until you get to where you've got a band like God Alone, you know, which yeah. is which is fucking sick, you know. And I love those guys. Their band are amazing. You know, more mm. power to them. Yeah. Yeah, big so, up the lads. Legends. 
Yeah, I'm actually going to see him this Saturday, actually. Are you going to that, Howard, Upstart Festival? It's in Glountown. We're hoping to, but we're doing a mixing session on um, kind of a final mixing session on Saturday, so it depends on how long that goes on. Okay. I, I wager it'll be going on until the wee morning, the wee hours of the morning, so All right. unlikely, I guess, you know. Yeah. Oh, yes. the new uh, Parthelon track ad you sent me sounding. Oh, yes. Uh, I don't know if I'm supposed to say that. Oh, no. I've been sending a few here, sneaky but... ones here and there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it sounded really good, man. I was hearing like some uh, some different influences and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. in the, yeah, like, it's, obviously, it's, it's a lot different in Five I guess there's a bit more progression yeah. in it. But I was delighted to see that she, because we're, we're doing the same, and that she worked with Brad Boatwright, um, who we had a hand cast maybe a year or so ago. Um, mm. Found him really insightful, uh, really committed to what he does. So when I was looking through the credits and everything, I saw Brad and I was like, this is going to be fucking sound great. Yeah. How did you find working yeah, with Brad? Oh, excellent. I mean, we, we worked with Brad before with the Lancast, but uh, on this, I think that all went through Aiden. If I remember correctly, I can't really remember. But um, but on this one, Brad was super, like, uh, you know, receptive to, like, different um mixes and ideas and like he kind of came back to us with like a couple of different reference mixes as mastering engineers do and we were pushing him in one direction and pushing him in another direction and then saying oh yeah we sent him all over the place like Like, we put we really put him through his paces and and he was like he just took it all in his stride and didn't care at all and was just really happy to um to help us get the the result that we wanted um at the end of the day you know and and also he was like oh you know you like yeah i think you tighten up the low end actually and now you can hear this a bit more clarity here or you know so yeah super insightful really great 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 dude and he sent us a salsa recipe with the final mix so uh, yeah (laughs) that was a nice touch Uh, classic (laughs) i think i glitched out of existence there for a second <laughs> now you just had this big shit eating smile on your face, so it was just beautiful to look at Howard. <laughs> I'll have to put some coins in the meter for the passage internet with <laughs> So let's talk about Arc Tangent. Jesus Christ, what a gig to get, lads. Very fortunate. Yeah. Yeah, we're very lucky to get that, to be fair. I think we one of the best our... lineups, I'd say, of Europe in relation to bands playing this summer, I'd I would say. One, sorry. for sure yeah we i think we we just got lucky really that we uh, our first gig um just happened to be that there was somebody there who um had the right ear and uh we got offered the show pretty quick wow mm. and what time It'll did you come there. on it we were on at 2 30 2 something like that yeah okay maybe just talk just... about the kind of build up to it lads you know i mean the nerves and what was the song selection like, or how, are you limited to what you have working with at the moment? Uh, I mean, there definitely wasn't. So the night before we went to see Converge, and oh. uh, Josh and I were probably eight cans deep, crowd surfing at the front of Converge at eleven p.m. the night before. So <laughs> was, there wasn't much in the way of like, you know, pretty much the polar opposite of what you're supposed to do a night before a big gig. Okay, we did not yeah. get good rest. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I wasn't particularly nervous or anything. And the song selection, we played the five songs that we had ready to go. So it's like, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, it was great, great experience. Hopefully yeah, I be think back we, next year. We prepared like for our first run of shows. We prepared four songs, and then we knew we were doing our tangent, and a, a couple more shows—one in Manchester and uh, one in London. 
with a, a great local band here called Skin Failure. Um, so we decided that we, we should add another song into the set. So I think basically like the prep for our tangent was just taking the set that we had prepared a few months back and adding another song into it and just refining it and kind of tightening up it, tightening it up a little bit. Um, added some I, extra like electronic stuff as well, just to yeah. like flesh out the set. Yeah, for sure. We added like Connor's running like a noise box setup um, from the drum kit, and Steve's running along with this. It's his synth setup, another noise rig there. So um, that allowed us to be even more abrasive and horrific, really horrific standing for people, <laughs> which was kind of um, the point, and, you know. Yeah. When I was listening first, I was convinced it was just you, Josh. You know. Mm. But uh, when I saw some of the clips on Instagram, I was surprised to see how much Steve is actually doing. So he he takes quite the burden of the vocals, does he? Oh, absolutely. I would, He's I would the say primary vocalist. Yeah, yeah. Steve is the, oh, is the lead, okay, yeah. lead singer. I just do backing vocals, really. Okay. Um, I think uh, maybe maybe in the writing process, I probably will write or I will like add vocal parts in. But then when we when we get into like um, kind of rehearsing the songs and stuff, Steve is like very much uh, in the fore and myself and sam who plays bass uh backed yeah. him up really more than anything i was um, gonna say yeah. shout out sam because he'll be mad if we say he doesn't do vocals <laughs> <laughs> yeah. sam also does vocals yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. it's not on the press release so <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um but yeah so yes yeah, steve's a, like uh, an insanely talented dude i mean i think everybody really who we we've been lucky enough to work with is um but yeah so he's running like his synthesizers and playing synths and some sequence things and uh a noise rig uh through pedals and stuff and also screaming uh so yeah he's he's very busy you know yeah he's he's, he's a busy guy up on stage there <laughs> like you know uh so yeah what about, he's, he's amazing what about paddy daily then how did you come across paddy uh paddy's uh uh, from a band called the St. Pierre's Snake Invasion, who were right. a, a really awesome Bristol band. Um, uh, but I met Paddy first in Bristol because he was a uh, promoter. Um, okay. He was promoting shows, so he put on he put on Alenkis probably first in like, I don't know, maybe like 2016 or 2017 or something like that. Um, we'd, we'd been over to Bristol a few times before that and never really um, got in with a, a promoter that really you know suited us very well and then paddy was running the stag and hounds at that time uh and he was putting on shit loads of math rock bands all the yeah. time there was a really fucking cool scene uh in bristol around then um mm -hmm. and he put on elenkis with uh uh kainoa because oh, like i came across this poster the other day and it was uh kainoa who was a band that has ollie coke up who's the drummer in steve's other band so Steve has another band called Ojo's Big Band and Ollie is the, the drummer in that. And then Dave Larkin was in that band and he was the bass player in Black Peaks. Okay. Who Alenkis toured with and the singer from Black Peaks is now in Skin Failure who we... Um, who we played with did. like three days ago. Yeah, just, <laughs> just, who are our mates. And then, so it was Alenkis, Kainoa and then the other band on that lineup was Harriet. I don't know if you know those guys, but uh, they are a fucking awesome British... Blowing up. Uh, band, yeah, and you should how would you spell that, out. lads? Uh, H E R I O T. Oh, okay, Harriet. Oh, right. yeah, I've okay. seen the name Harriet. pop up mm. every now and again. And um, yeah, you ever hear so... a band called uh, Organ Christ actually from Bristol? They were like, uh, 
they were a noise band. It was it was just a, I think there were two pieces. They had a guy with the the table of pedals and uh, another guy doing the scream core stuff. You know. Um, we played with them maybe five years ago in uh, right. Bristol. Wow, I'm... had Steve anything to do with that? Because it 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 sounded very similar to what uh, <laughs> what you're describing with the setup. You know. Well, I think honestly for Steve, this it's kind of a newer thing, right? For him, mm. that uh, getting into all this this noise stuff. He he's a, he used to be a drummer, um, and we got him in as a vocalist. Yeah, still too. does the drums with the road, also. Yeah, yeah, he's okay. got a lot of projects. The road being another one, which is fucking awesome. Um, but yeah, no, I've never heard of uh, or I've heard of the name of that band, but I've never come across them here. Yeah, there's there's parallels there when you were describing the setup. Um, it's what I was picturing. I remember playing there, and it's actually quite cool. But uh, it was just it's such an intense thing to have to sit through for forty minutes. I guess is a yeah. lot of noise, you know. <laughs> yeah. Sure, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, what's the I mean, length of your set now at the moment, lads? Is it? We don't know any more about these new songs that you're playing, even like. So, are they all kind of short and abrasive? Like we'll say, does a four or five song set last thirty minutes, twenty minutes, or? About half an hour, probably. Okay. Give or take, with walking around between songs, about mm. half an hour, I'd say. There's a few longer. It's definitely like, even in the first five songs, you can kind of hear that it's a band trying. I feel like you can hear that's a band trying to hone in a sound. So there's right. some like faster, funkier, like uh, more hardcore stuff, and then there's a few more post metal, a bit longer winded stuff that. Um, I'm looking forward it's to the, the long-winded stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, but it's, yeah, about 28 minutes, I reckon, something yeah. like that. If we played at speed, it's supposed to be played at, <laughs> <laughs> which we don't. <laughs> which we don't. Which we do not. We play it faster. And do you find this a challenge? Whatever about Steve, but what about you, Josh? On vocals, is it a challenge to to be at that fucking level? It's intense, like uh yeah i think um yeah i, I yeah it's, it's, it's a challenge of course um but i think really the biggest challenge has been for me with this band is that i've not been in a new band for a long time okay and you uh you know you, you can you can play as much as you want in the rehearsal room but until you've done a ton of gigs you don't really know how to play the songs live you know what i mean yeah. you don't know Okay, where where you gotta take a, a really important breath or where you can run off into the crowd or you can, you know, do a little bit of bravo or, or, or whatever it is, you know, like because that's that's a, a lot of performances always are. There's like a bit of give and give and take and until you play the songs live kind of conservatively, you don't really know where you can um where you can kind of have mm. fun with them, you know. Yeah. And that for me has been the, the challenging thing. You know, like performing the the lyrics and and reading and playing playing the guitar is is hard enough. But 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 like when you're when you're trying to give a performance as well, um, that is different to what you do in the rehearsal room. That's that's the really challenging part, I think. You know, yeah. but when you cover it up with enough noise, nobody really knows. <laughs> it doesn't matter what you do. <laughs> what about stage fitness? <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I i always had this idea of doing like cardio while you were so like you play all the songs but you're jogging <laughs> in the rehearsal room that's actually, actually not a bad first, idea yeah <laughs> not a bad idea the first gig that we did uh when we came back from them with um the Magna Pina and limerick um 
So it was our first time playing in front of a crowd in two two and a half years, if ever it was. Two songs in, and I tore my hamstring. <laughs> oh my god, Jesus! <laughs> like proper fucking tore it. Like, fuck man. Did you manage I to hadn't lunch, you I just hit on the you want just to see the state of his pants? But it's like when the adrenaline kicks in at a gig, you know, you you might hurt yourself. Like, oh, I'm often cutting my hands and stuff like that. Oh, and, yeah, and then after nothing, then afterwards you go, oh shit, I'm like I'm actually quite in pain now. You know, the morning yeah. after when the back seizes up and the leg up, the bruises start appearing and the, you know the blood up and. <laughs> you're like what the fuck was I doing you know? yeah. exactly yeah, yeah I'm too so old not, for this we're not but... getting any younger lads Connor looks I don't know how to do anything else what's the age difference there man are you the youngest you have to be I am the youngest yeah I'm the baby of the band yeah yeah uh, you're I'm bastard <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I'm like six or seven years younger maybe well, yeah, the next yeah I, mean, I mean I think yeah we range what from like late 20s to early 40s um, within the members of the band, I don't. Know, we should say who is what. No, I'm not, I'm not gonna... But you I'm need not... you need a young guy driving That's things on, Josh. <laughs> I don't know if I'm that guy to be honest. But <laughs> so what's coming down the line for you, lads? Then give us a rough plan of the next few months for Horse Body before we call it a night. Um. Well, we are hoping to uh, get into the studio as soon as possible um, yeah. to record a record, uh, whether that's an EP or an album, we're not really sure. Mm -hmm. We've got uh, a lot of, aside from the songs that we're playing live, we've got a bunch of other demos um, in the works. So it's kind of a case of what we'll pre-production on all of that stuff and see kind of what emerges and yeah, into a kind of cohesive mm -hmm. um, uh, project. Um, and then hopefully get into the studio as soon as possible and record a record. Um, and then hopefully, you know, um, you know, do a lot more gigs next year. Is there a chance we see you? And is there a chance for going over here? We're talking about maybe asking the lads if, uh, <laughs> if they might have us play the siege, maybe or something. Mm. I don't know. See. Yeah, that can, sounds like a we can put in a word fee. <laughs> we can certainly That's put like in a word fee. Yeah, I mean, we definitely wouldn't. We we won't be available to play at Easter, but um, potentially next um, Samhain. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. So if Tall John or Kieran, if you're listening, believe you me, books. they are. Well, I know, I know, I'm, I know I'm just going to be listening. <laughs> and then I'm uh, we'll push you towards Cogland at some point, you know. Yeah, yeah, it'd be great. Get on to Evan. Yeah, there you go. Evan, Evan, come on, fuck it, the boys over there, and we start the non session now because uh, there's a lot of hugging to be caught up on here. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. I, I, we saw, well, uh, our, our our friends, um, our, our friend, me, me, me and Connor used to be in a band in Galway called Leechmouth, um, with uh, our who's now in a band called Burner. Just oh yeah, they only that. played. I saw him, sir. Jesus, they were class. Two weeks ago, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So Finn plays bass in Burner, and uh... me and Finn went to school together. A very old friend. Oh, okay. Finn, yeah. Two moments. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They they went down a treat that that tour. It was it was fucking busy. Every every venue they played, it was more or less jammed. Like our band, a crazy band. Yeah. 
Yeah, we, we were saw them play a couple of weeks ago, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. We, we saw their first rehearsal early last year. Yeah. And like straight out the blocks, they were yes, straight out so the tight. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't, so I haven't yeah, checked the books, but they sound pretty cool. Like, you're, yeah, you're they, are great, they are great. They are great. I, I saw a bunch of lads up in the jam room. I think it was like last Saturday or something, and there was a bit of a buzz about them. Yeah, definitely mm. worth checking out, man. Sure, I it think... was a great lineup. Or did it was Burner worn out and Levain and New Mud as well? Um, yeah, fucking hell, that was some intense. Mud Vein, did was... you say? What? Yeah, fucking no breaking that one. Mud Vein was it? No, Levain. It was. It wasn't Mud Vein, Josh. Levain <laughs> and <laughs> New Mud. Come on. You got oh sorry, you got my yeah, house up there. It's a bit scrambled. <laughs> it, it's a Monday. <laughs> if you're up for a cover of that, Josh, um, a bit of a, okay. Yeah, man, full makeup, the whole lot, man. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> um, now, but yeah, I surprise... think like, you're you're going back to sorry, Richie. Just um, no, go actually, on. what I'm to have to say is not important. You can just talk. it is. No, you're the guest. Go on. Go on. <laughs> No, I was just gonna say like um like Burner came out of the out of the traps like really, really strong as well, you know, and they've done like uh very well by you know being very like present in the first year. So I think like what you're going back to earlier about new bands and young young starting out and and you know, trying to kind of come out strong, I think like it's if you can, you know, try and do that stuff, it's well worth it, you know. Be as focused as possible. Right at the gates, like. Yeah, my point anyway, Josh and Connor, is the fact that like for a short enough CV in relation to what you have gigs wise and and the quality of the release, um, it wouldn't surprise me, you know, even by early next year, you could have one or two record labels sniffing around you, you know, if you're that way inclined. Thank you for saying so. Um, That'd be cool. We'll, we'll never sign a record deal. No, I <laughs> for enough money, like I'll sign anything. Howard um, is frantically you know, throwing actually... money into the meter there. He <laughs> wants to say something. <laughs> he is frozen again. Yeah, it's like um, you can okay, can you hear me now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can hear you, but like, not see you. Oh yeah, it's like a it's like a combined um pedigree. I think of all the bands that you've all been in coming mm. together to, to form something pretty special, and uh, yeah. really enjoy that track. And I really am looking forward to more. It just sounds so fucking good, and you know we we hear so much. Always say when I'm talking to Richie, and it's rare I come on if I don't like a band, and when I do, I rave about how he's put a few more quid in the yeah. yeah. In but the the sentiment I got, and so thank you very much, Howard. That's very kind of you to say. Um, really appreciate good it. This band is <laughs> um, I did forget to plug. We are playing with uh, Portrayal of Guilt on okay. the seventeenth of December, I think, in Dershak right. in Bristol. Yeah, yeah. So, lads, I'm gonna <laughs> call it a night here. And listen, Josh and Connor, thanks for taking the time to come on the show. First of all, and best of luck with host body. Myself and Howard are fans already, and after getting our tangent out of the way, like I just see nothing but good things coming down the line for you. And keep up the hard work. Shout out to Sam, Steve, and Paddy who couldn't make it as well tonight. Thank you uh, so much for having us and for all the fine yeah. words. We, we really appreciate it. Thanks to both of you. Genuinely, thank you. We in every bit of it. And Howard, <laughs> and thanks very, a million nice for joining us. You, I'm your co-host, Paddy, tonight. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> 
check out Host Body. The, the single is out on Bandcamp at the moment. Uh, keep an eye on them. Check out the video again. Fantastic. And crucially, support your local medicine. Okay.